you are listening to the B-Cast. today i'm doing good thank you very much i'm so happy to be here today and talking to you and all my friends and today i am uh in the guest host of the vcast the podcast i believe they call it the vcast podcast i don't know i'm talking with the voice i kind of sound like a mexican version of andy kaufman and the taxi driver um how are you everybody i'm doing well thank you for asking it's a beautiful thursday morning Today's payday, so in a little while I'll be look, logging into my bank account to see how much money I don't have. Yay. Um, and then I'm going to begin to distribute this said money to foreign, uh, foreign corporations that I owe money to. I don't believe they're foreign corporations. Is Capital One foreign? Capital One. What's in your wallet? I'll tell you what's in my wallet. Little pieces of plastic that keep me in service to said foreign companies. All right. Is Discover a foreign company or is Discover an American company? Discover. And you know that like they have all those commercials where they call themselves. I'm going to have a commercial where I call myself and they say, hey, faggot, let me tell you something. You need to stop acting like you have money to spend. All right. Stop telling your friends you're going to go out. Stop buying stuff to eat outside because you're broke. You have no money. Okay. All of the times that you've been pretending that you've had money for the last 10 years, all you've been doing is borrowing. You've only been borrowing, you pathetic loser. All right. Because if you didn't borrow, if you had pretended to be broke like you were back then you wouldn't be now okay you would have more money from your paycheck instead of having to pay six different monthly debts okay six different let's see is it six different where are my bills all right because i told you i'm going to be rough on myself about finances because this is ridiculous one two three four 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 credit card monthly bills, plus the phone bill, plus the website to host this dope podcast on, car, insurance, right? That's all before I pay for anything else. I'm on the apartment hunt, so this finance shit is, um, is coming up. And I feel like this year I really, really need to stop trying to keep up with the Joneses. Especially when I'm living in my studio uh, apartment in Newark, New Jersey, in downtown Newark. I'm going to be a Newark resident because that looks like it's going to be the only place that I can afford to live. All right. So sorry for all the times I've made fun of Newark. I hope you accept me. I hope you accept me as one of your own. 
Okay, I support Senator Cory Booker. Please accept me as one of your own. All right, I will rob someone in their car. All right, that's how you become a citizen of Newark is you have to carjack someone at knife point. Can't do gunpoint because it's too easy. Knife point. You need to carjack somebody at knife point with their kid in the car, then return the kid to them after you're done because we're not savages. But you have to steal a car. Take it for a joyride. You got to do three donuts. You got to be able to do a donut in a car. If you can't do a donut in a car and, and you know, burn rubber while doing donuts and keeping your hand out of the window like this, if you can't drive and do donuts while keeping your hand out the window so you can throw gang signs and do donuts, you can't live in Newark. Those are re- re- requirements. Everything I see, everything I see, everything I see is out of my budget. Anything. And then there's so many scammers. I did not know there were scammers in rent, renting an apartment. There's so many scammers on Craigslist just waiting for you, waiting for you to be gullible and put your credit card information into a website. That's what they want to do. That's what they're trying to do. I figured it out. I figured out the whole scheme because they just want your credit card information. All right. Back in the 90s. I wanted your credit card information. All right, back in the 90s, was it the 90s? Late 90s? Late 90s, early 2000s. Okay, AOL was a thing. Remember that place, America Online? <laughs> to log on. Well, I was on AOL and I had myself a little phishing scam. All right, phishing, not phishing like with the F. Phishing with a PH. That's a scam where you use false information to get you know, lure information out of people You get their credit card information. You get their email, you get their social, you just get their whole identity. So I had this scam on AOL where I uh, created a fake website, uh, which was just a copy template. I wasn't, I just was able to maneuver around the internet and figure things out. I was not a hacker, but I got um, a copy of a website that looked exactly like an AOL terms of service website. And it, it was Geocities website back when Geocities was cool. And I made this website and um, the website just looked like an AOL submission form. And what I would do is I would go into chat rooms and I would take everybody's name in the chat room. I had this program that would go into chat room after chat room all over the AOL and just get everybody that was in the chat room. Whoever was in the chat room, it would just take your screen name and put it on my list. And then when I was done collecting screen names, I would take um, this email blast and I would send it to everybody on that list. And that email would make it look like I was AOL. And it would say AOL terms of service, but it would have some crazy email address that if you look twice, you would easily know it was fake. But most people don't look twice. They see that AOL terms of service email that it's coming from. And in the email, I tell them that their account has um, uh, their account information has been compromised due to a security breach and that we need to reconfirm all of their information. But please do not respond to this email with your personal information. Okay, we have provided a secure link for you to click and then you will go to this website and then you put your information there. Do not ever respond to anyone with your credit card information. So we made it look really official. And um, these people would put their credit card information into this and they think it was going to AOL, but it would get intercepted in the middle and it would go right to my Yahoo inbox. And I had a Yahoo inbox literally with thousands of credit cards thousands of credit cards, people's information, social security. And was I doing anything cool like selling these identities to the cartel 
uh, or terrorists. Uh, no, I wasn't doing anything cool like that. Uh, I was using those uh, um, people's stolen information to create new AOL accounts and have nice uh, trials. And just for the screen names, because it was really cool to have a lowercase screen name. So I knew how to do lowercase screen names, but I just needed multiple accounts because I would just keep creating lowercase screen names. And then three na three character screen names became a thing. And if you had three character screen name, you were really elite. You were really elite. That's short for elite. But um, yeah, so I, I was hip to that scam. Why have I been part of so many scams? Why am I a scammer? Why? Oh, I'll tell you why I'm a scammer. Because I like the easy way. I like shortcuts. Shortcuts are my friend. Uh, so that was... Might have been the first game I was involved in. AOL back in the day was fun. Kicking people out. Kicking people out of chat rooms. If you had uh, progs. The prog wars really dating myself on this but the prog wars program wars on AOL where people would get these programs that would uh, they would report you they would make for fake reports on you that look really good and also create fake um, chats so it would send these like elaborate things and show AOL that you did something that you really didn't do and AOL would kick your account out and then um, AOL finally got hip to it and, and those term things didn't work anymore but <clears throat> it was fun for a while where you just people just wouldn't even talk shit to you because they knew just like that your account is gone i was fucking jack at a, at a point, certain point of time all right back in the AOL days i was jack i was mark zuckerberg all right i didn't let you on the internet i censored you if i didn't like what you were saying okay you can say whatever you want free speech just don't insult me and then you kept your account i'll just keep knifing you just kept the account that way. You can just keep your account. Be polite to me. I don't care if you're rude to everybody else. I don't care if you curse online. It's free speech. Just watch how you fucking talk to me. Because I'll end your account. And you can't get it back. That must fucking be awesome right now. To be Jack. Jack Dorsey just created a fucking social media network. Invite everybody in. And to be like, now you're mine. You can't leave. You're mine interesting with this fucking um i'm just changing subjects now fuck a well this twitter ban on on trump i mean trump's i used to follow donald trump on twitter when obama was president and he got so annoying with the fucking birth certificate shit and just his account was just too annoying it was just too annoying so i've unfollowed donald trump for a very long time i've learned how to ignore him but they banned his account but I feel like now they opened the door Twitter's now opened the door because now the government of Uganda I believe it's Uganda one of them African countries has an election coming up and they just banned Twitter from their country because now you have a social media company that literally banned its own president from the platform and silenced him basically you basically silenced him so what makes you think you can't do that to other countries especially when social media like people's lives are so intertwined with it 
it, it, it's just too you i don't know man uh, you you have the private the private company argument i don't believe applies private companies are only private if they don't get government subsidies if you're heavily subsidized by the government and there are multiple regulations in which allow your company to fucking operate the way it does if you're heavily regulated and you're basically like a fucking government company so you're not a private company so the same rules shouldn't apply to you if you take money from the government you are a private company right you're basically getting government subsidies and tax breaks and all this shit fucking tricky 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 but now governments are going to start kicking twitter out and then how's it gonna feel jack how are you gonna like it zuck when you are the ones getting banned hmm hmm i'm still mad over that fucking facebook ban shit pisses me off man hard to get engagement on my new page because people already don't like me before at least they were friends with me already they you know they don't want to be rude now they don't even click the ad button because they're like, fuck this guy and his stupid opinions. Um, What else is going on? I don't know. I just wanted to turn this fucking mic on and get another podcast in this week. Yeah. Fucking nice, man. I'm on this fucking this apartment search as a bitch. They're saying there's a, um, a shortage, a shortage of apartments. So not a shortage, but it's... um. It's dry. I guess that's the same thing, right? They're in a fucking drought. They're in a drought because you can't evict people right now. You can't. You can't kick people out of their house, which is fair. I mean, you can kick one person out. Can we kick one person out so I can get a place to live? Can we kick one person out? Oh, it's fucking annoying, man. I'm really... I'm I'm torn between... I'm not going to get into my feelings, guys. This is just a really shitty process. This is a really shitty process. And um, I don't like it. But it's my option right now. So I make the best with it and see what it is. And it is what it is, guys. Guys and gals. Mommies and poppies. It is what it is. We try to do our best. And that's all we can do. Stay positive. Keep doing the next right thing. Which includes not buying weed when you're saving money. I just can't stop doing that. I don't know why. Like, I start saving money, and then I run out of weed, and I'm like, all right, let's take a break uh, for a few hours. And then next thing you know, I'm like, I'm getting a weed delivery, and I'm like, did I order this? Who ordered this? Did somebody send me a fucking gift? And they're like, no, you actually ordered. Here's the fucking text messages. Pay me my money. So, this finance thing is is really my main focus this year. It has to be. It has to be. I have to fix this. I have to stop spending money that I don't have. How do you stop using your credit cards? Like, I don't want to cut my credit cards up because it keeps my rich wallet fat. I don't want to cut my credit cards up because what if I need them in an emergency? Do I keep one card as an emergency? keep one card as an emergency 
cut the rest so I'm not tempted. Like, I just buy stupid shit, man. I emotionally eat, so that's a fucking problem. Sometimes I'm out and I'm just like, I need Taco Bell. I'm sad, man. I need Taco Bell. I need Chalupas to make me feel better. Chalupas make me... I need to wipe my tears with a Chalupa. Fucking Chalupas are so good. Well, those Popeye's chicken sandwiches are like fucking crack for me. I want to go order something right now, to be honest with you. Food is uh, food and marijuana are the two things I spend the most money on, and they are not related. They are not. It's not correlated. There's no correlation between food and marijuana. There was not like there's like a new study that shows that the places where they legalized weed in fast food and junk food sales have skyrocketed. No correlation. All right, that's just fake news. However, I may be a test subject. I might have been included in this study. I just have to stop spending money, man. I have to stop spending money on stupid stuff. All right. Let's look at what's in my Amazon cart. Do you constantly have things in your Amazon cart? Amazon kicked me off. I have an Amazon credit card and Amazon was like, you can't have a credit card no more. You're stupid. Amazon was smart. They closed, they cut me off. Amazon cut me off. They closed my um my account. And rightfully so. Okay. What do I have in my shopping cart right now? I have a smoke arsenal premium small rolling tray. All right, with Alice from Alice in Wonderland on it, and she's stoned out of her mind, and it says we're all mad here. Because we are. The other thing I have in my Amazon cart is a Fire TV stick. Fire TV stick, 4K streaming device with Alexa remote. Gotta get a new one of those. <laughs> um, Philips Norelco, multi-groom, all-in-one series, 3000. 13 attachments, baby. Keep all of this fresh. My fucking nose hairs are wilding right now. Wilding. They're fucking, every time I breathe, they're like coming out and waving at people and shit. It's fucking disgusting. Uh, that's that's what's in my cart. I had $78 worth of stuff. Um, I I want all three. I don't need all three. I need one. I need this Philips Norelco. I'm going to get that because it's only $20. But everything else, save for later, save for later. I'm just I'm buying stuff while I'm talking about. Nah, but I close this. You see what I'm talking about? Amazon's a bitch because it makes it so easy to shop. And buy stuff. So I ran up a fucking nice credit card bill. Did I even have Amazon on this list? I told you. Oh, thank God. Um, yeah, so I pay an Amazon credit card every month that I can't use. They close that account. I think it was because I was late on a payment. Not like late because I, I make all my fucking payments. All right. I have actually, I actually have good credit score. I have like, I have it where it's like, you know, that scale. And then they have poor credit, fair credit, um, good credit, and excellent credit. I think there's four. Yeah, there's poor, fair, good, excellent. I'm on the. I'm like in between fair and good, right? I'm right there. I believe. Well, maybe even been more than good. I'm like one of my credit scores. The good one that always ranks you high is like 700, and then my other credit scores are like 640 and 630. So I'm, I don't have bad credit because I pay everything on time. I'm not broke. I'm not broke. I just pay a lot of bills. I just have a lot of bills because I have a lot of debt. Because I have a lot of spending problems. All right? It's all correlated. I'm not broke.
broke. I just pay my bills. All right. I'm not broke. I just can't go out to eat with you. All right. I'm not broke. I just can't do social things. All right. And if I do, I have a $20 spending limit. I got a $20 spending spending limit. That is my allowance every week. That's how much I get to keep out of my fucking paycheck every week. It's not $20. It's actually 50, but still you get what I'm saying. That's a fucking struggle. Who lives with $50 cash in their pocket every week? Who lives like that? I'll tell you, homeless people. That's who. All right. They have $50 cash. Homeless people have more money than I do cash. Play money. Homeless people can go and get a Starbucks coffee and not have to be like, which card should I use? You know what I mean? Like homeless people are more liquid than I am. And I have a home. So I was I've been thinking about um, getting I mean, listen, I talking about my problems. They're my problems. They seem like the end of the world to me. But to other people will be like, what? You only owe 25,000 on your credit card? What? 25? I owe 70. All right. I've talked to people like we only owe 25,000. I owe 70. That's crazy to me. Crazy. People rack up that amount of that. And then it's not that crazy because I see how I do it. I'm just not ballsy enough. I mean, my, my wife helped me a lot with my finances and, you know, she does the budget and, and all that stuff. And I just, she just tells me what to pay and I pay it. That's how it works here. All right. And um, everything we have, every time we make a decision to buy something, I'm like, well, can we afford it? Yes. Well, then let's do it. That's how we make decisions. She brings things to me, says, hey, what do you think about this? I'm like, hey, can we afford it? And she's like, yes. I'm like, well, it sounds good to me. The hell do I know? But, um, yeah, just trying to keep up with the Joneses. And you know what? My wife's one of the Joneses that I've been trying to keep up with, to be quite honest. Because it's unfair that it would have to be all on her. So I, tr- I got to rush to do my part. Especially when we go out to eat and stuff. It can't just always be her pulling out the wallet. has to be me too. So that's where the credit cards come in handy. And then what little cash I have left over, I smoke because I don't want to deal with the problems of having all these bills. So it's a vicious circle. It goes around and around. I'm being fucking very, very honest with you. Not that I haven't been honest before, but I'm just pointing out the fact that I'm letting you in. Letting you in. Finances for me have been one of my um, most insecure points and i was thinking about this before as i was turning you know i was getting everything set up to start the podcast i was thinking what am i going to talk about and i started talking about thinking about finances in my head and i'm like i don't um why do i why am i like this with money why am i so bad with money and i'm trying to like break it down in all of the therapy and uh, social um, engineering situation. I don't know if social engineering is the right thing, but in the development <clears throat> and self-reflection and self-examination and taking personal inventory and reflecting on yourself and things like that. Doing that for so long, I'm able to do that pretty good in situations. And I think why I am so bad with money goes back to my childhood, like everything does, right? With everybody. And, um, you know, my mom's a single mom. 
My dad died when I was six. So my mom raised me by herself. My mom's from the Bronx, from born in Puerto Rico, raised in the Bronx, doesn't have a high school diploma, working hard, all right? Working at a factory, <clears throat> 40 plus hours a week, and, <clears throat> excuse me, working 40 plus hours a week. And she's raising a kid, and she could have, had more money in her pocket if she wanted to. If she wanted to, she could have kept more money for herself and raised me in a fucking shithole. All right. She could have raised me in the Bronx. She could have raised me in any slum that could have. But no, she dedicated her whole self and everything that we had to raising me in a fucking neighborhood. All right. So that I can grow up to pretend that I was from the neighborhoods that she didn't want to raise me in. All right. My mom busted her ass. So I don't blame, I don't act like I didn't have anything. I don't act like I grew up poor. I didn't. I grew up very wealthy when it comes to love, when it comes to attention, when it comes to food and clothing and shelter. and Like I was fucking rich the way I grew up. And financially, I didn't have the extras. I couldn't get boss jeans, right? Like Dave Chappelle has a bit where he talks about um, how like black people or people in the hood <clears throat> make fun of like black people that live in the suburbs. And it's like, you don't understand how hard it is. Like it's easy. If everybody's broke, when everybody's broke, life's good. Everybody's happy. But when a lot of people have money and some people are broke, those people that are broke feel it. Cause they're constantly comparing themselves to the people that have money to the people that have things. So when you're like, not broke, but you're the brokest person in the in a nice town, then you feel that. So that's I felt that growing up and not understanding and um, you know, finances and the sacrifices that my mom was making for us, I took it personally. I took it like I am a piece of shit that just grows up and like why did I just grow up in this situation where you know like why don't I have anything well you know like I just took it personal like I thought it had to do with me it had nothing to do with me like I specifically remember this time we went to Sears in Hackensack the nice tower I hope it's still there I don't think Sears is uh, I think Sears is in there uh, anyway that I, I've been going to that place since I was little right grew up right down the block Sears and Hackensack Roebuck company um and they have a nice like four foot version of the Empire State Building. It anyway. Um, what was I saying? So, oh fuck! What the hell was I saying now? I lost the whole train of thought. Ain't that a bitch? Money. Oh, so one time, my mom. We were. Um, we had just started new school. Hasbro Heights. We just moved to Hasbro Heights, New Jersey. So Hasbro Heights is a little bit uh, nicer town, and I had already been going to school for a while. And um, I already went to one year. This is my second year Hasbro Heights, right? So seventh grade already finished. Now I'm going into eighth grade. Now seventh grade, I started seeing how everybody maneuvered, how people dressed. Um, boss jeans were a thing, uh, and also the belts, those braided belts that people wore with the extra length down. Remember those things? So those two things, I was like, all right, well, I got to get in. I got to fit in. I got to dress like everybody else. I got to get fucking plugged into the program. So I told my mom when we went to school shopping, I need boss jeans and I need a different belt. Those are the things I needed. I didn't care about shirts or anything else like that. I just need boss jeans and I need um, a braided belt. 
I got the braided belt because they were cheap at Sears. I got that. Boss jeans. Sears doesn't even carry boss jeans. We weren't going anywhere else. All right. Now, I'm a kid thinking this. 13 years old. Yeah, th- I'm like 13 years old. No, I'm in, I'm 12. Summer of 7th grade. And it doesn't matter. I'm 12 or 13 years old. And here I am going shopping. And I asked my mom while we're in Sears because <clears throat> I don't know where they sell shit. I'm just we just go to the store. So my mom brings me to Sears. I'm looking at the jeans. I don't see boss jeans. I see Arizona jeans. I don't want to wear jeans from a state I don't live in. All right. Maybe if they were New Jersey jeans, I would have bought them. But Arizona, why the fuck am I going to wear jeans from across the country? Why don't we support local businesses? Why are we supporting other states? You know, so that's what I got. I got Arizona jeans. And I remember asking my mom. Mom, they don't sell boss jeans here. We have to get boss jeans. No, we're getting whatever's here. And there wasn't really arguing with my mom because then there were just punches and punches and bunches. My mom was like fucking Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. So just fucking hook off on your ass quick. <clears throat> and body shots. My mom loved hitting the body because, you know, you could hide that on the clothes. I'm just kidding. I'm just making shit up, guys. Trying to be funny. Trying to be light. Um, so... Right then, when my mom told me I couldn't have boss jeans, I made a decision in my head as a fucking 13-year-old that I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I'm, I am I don't, my mom doesn't love me enough to get me both. These are all things that I really thought as a kid. You don't understand what your parents are going through. You don't know, you don't know, you know, about work. You don't know about sacrifice. Like, I had no idea that my mom was just busting her ass and had no life just to fucking raise me. You know what I mean? Like, you know what sacrifice that is? Like, that's, you know, I do now. Now I do because I'm willing to sacrifice my whole fucking life for my little kid. So, you know, you got to do what you got to do. But I understand that now. But as a kid, I did. So now I'm I'm growing up with this mentality where i'm not worthy and like i'm not good enough and you know i never had money i never had shit i could never buy anything my mom always said no so anytime i got anything i said yes my mom always said no but when i got my own shit i said yes i couldn't say no i knew how to say no i don't want to i've heard no my whole fucking life yes i want yes i want yes 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 i became a yes bitch I was a slut. I am a slut when it comes to money. All right. Give me money and I will slut it. I will slut all over it and spend that bitch. So I feel like that's been my attitude towards money for so long. It's just. And I also have this attitude that comes from my dad's side of the family where you just feel like everything's going to be all right anyway. Like things are just going to work out. This is just going to work out. I don't know what. Like, I always think about that. I never have a sense of urgency in me. It's hard for me to get, like, a sense of urgency with anything. It really is because I have such a it's going to work out attitude. I'm like, "Mm." you know, like, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Something always happens, you know. It's not a good attitude to have. I mean, it's good in the sense where you're like, I don't think it's good at all, man. I really don't. I'm trying to find the reason on why it would be a good 
attitude to have, but I don't think it is. I think it just, I think it's very detrimental to me. As a matter of fact, I think I, I allowed things to go too far. Look at that. Me getting sued. That was a doctor's bill. I could have just called them and said, Hey, I don't have the money for this. All right. I got two other doctor bills like that from a car accidents that I had that I'm like, why am I paying for this? I got hit. Their insurance should be paying for this shit. Well, it doesn't cover it. Well, then stuck for you then who then make the fucking driver pay for it that hit me why are you fucking coming after me um so what the fuck was i talking about yeah so just financial and making decisions with money this year i need to swallow my pride really need to swallow my pride which shouldn't be tough because it's not like i've ever told any it's like i've never never said hey i can't go i'm broke it's not like i never said that before and now going through the situation that i'm going through now people be way more understanding i'm broke i can't fucking separate i got fucking two houses i gotta pay for you know just i have i have to fix my habits I have to fix my habits because I'm never going to have anything if I'm, if I keep being like this, like I want to buy a house. I want to buy my own house. I've never had that ambition before in my life, but leaving this house and then looking for rent, looking for like a property somewhere else, it sucks. And having to be beholden to someone else, and it sucks. I've always had um, my great, great, great shame in in my financial security. So I just gotta fucking stop being a little bitch, stop emotionally eating, and I need to lose weight. Hey, you know what? Being broke, I could lose weight being broke because I don't eat as much. Hmm? I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that part about moving is losing weight because I can't cook like my wife. I can't cook like that. I'll learn. I'll learn. I'm going to learn some good meals. I got to cook for the kid. I can't just be making the fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I was a short order cook. God damn it. From TGI Fridays. I know how to cook. If you teach me. Um. So. In closing, no, I just um, I got a little emotional there because this whole fucking process sucks. It really does. But got to stay positive and got to look for the opportunities. That's it. Got to keep pushing forward and and <sighs> fuck, man. This all sucks. It really does. But so does life. So does having your legs blown off in Nam. All right, people go through shit. People go through it. And I know, like, in the beginning of this whole process, I started feeling really ashamed that I'm even going through this. But it's like, you think I'm the first one? You think I'm patient zero? Bitch. I feel more as part of the statistics. If I fucking, if things don't work out, I'm I'm part of the fucking greater statistics than I am the other way. It's an anomaly if I fucking stayed. <sighs> Man, I don't know. 
like I said, I, I just feel like things will just happen. I'm, I'm, I'm had that attitude while I'm searching for apartments too, because I'm like looking and you know, everybody's like, Oh, it's rented already, rented already, rented already. Like, Hey, uh, you posted this four hours ago. What do you mean? It's rented already. It's crazy. People are just looking, people are looking for places and there are none because you can't kick people out of their homes. Show what's the next step for me. Next steps for me. Um, I've been missing open mics. I, sh- I should probably go to them, but I feel like, uh, I, I don't know. Part of me is, is making it about just trying to stay focused on this, but I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting down here at night. I should go to open mics. I should do, you know, be out there, but I'm just, uh, there's going to be time for that. I, I, I'm, I'm very distracted by this and I don't know I should be out I shouldn't just stay here I should go out but um I don't have any shows booked nothing I just got this fucking podcast so just keep rocking this for now and um I think I'm gonna get off social media to be quite honest with you uh social media break is coming up 2021 February I might do it early I might do it early I'm just I might get off social media and just have a Vcast podcast page. To, I follow the podcast at the Vcast pod, the Vcast pod. No spaces, no fucking underscores, just the Vcast pod on Instagram. Probably going to make that my main account. And um, and that's it, man. I'm just, I don't know. Looking forward to a fresh start in a way. In a way, I'm not. So I don't. Know. I'm. I'm gonna sit here and contemplate all this shit. I'm gonna get out of here. For you, um, I don't know. Do you care about this financial stuff? I think I'm gonna talk about this more, just because I need to keep myself accountable with these bills and paying my debt to society. I paid my debt to society. Paid my fines. I paid all that good stuff. Now I just gotta pay my debts to these foreign governments. All right, these foreign conglomerates capital one i think capital one might be a canadian company what's in your wallet or maybe it's fucking korean hmm let's look this up for the folks that want to know capital one let's see capital one is there a wikipedia page all right capital one financial corporation is an american bank holding company specializing in credit cards it's american american ha ha Richard Fairbank is the founder, headquartered in McLean, Virginia. Oh, I did not know that. Interesting. Hey, you know? Did you know Capital One has a bad credit? They have bad credit with the with uh, Dun and Bradstreet. I don't know. Anyway, um, Capital One. What about Discover? Is Discover a fucking? Discover is an American financial. I don't know any guy. I don't know anybody to foreign companies. What the fuck am I talking about? It used to be Diners Club. Interesting. I think I remember that. Um, or oh, they bought Diners Club. Who else do I owe? Amazon Financial. Huh. Owe them money. Yeah, I guess. All right. So all these banks I owe money to are American. Let me shut the fuck up now. How about that? I owe America. Which means I'm not paying them. I'm not paying. Fuck yeah. Fuck you gonna do it. I'm gonna get to steal it. You don't even fucking spend it on defending the capital. 
All right. Um, that's it. Follow me. All social media. Vic is funny for now. The Vcast Pod Instagram page. Uh, Vic is funny on fucking Twitter. Twitter can go fuck itself. Facebook can go fuck itself. Instagram can go fuck itself. It really all could just go fuck itself. I'm so tired of everybody on the internet. God damn it. Maybe it's just me. Listen, be sweet. All right. Be happy. Be nice to people. Don't argue on the internet unless you're part of the Facebook debate team. If you're not on the Facebook debate team, just shut the fuck up. Don't argue on the internet. It's not for you. All right. You can't handle it. You can't handle the truth. All right. Listen, take care, all right, sweeties? You're listening to my dad of the Beacon.